yeah. just jacking off in the corner, <laughs> fucking watching us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He might be, might be here just watching us right now. Like, Who the fuck are these two new people? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. When the fuck did he get friends? What's going on here? You have friends? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have no friends. <laughs> I used to have friends. I mm-hmm. had kids, and I'm just uh, just one pathetic piece of shit at the moment. Is that <laughs> a Super Nintendo over there? I speak to you for the first time. We are fighting our own battle. We shall never surrender. Unbroken, driven by a star of hope. Well, with that out of the way, yeah. this is the first ever episode of the Barely History Podcast with uh, these two gentlemen and myself. My name is Philip. My name is Mondo. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> We're going to use our names here. I that's guess. great. <laughs> I would like to use more of an alias, but that's fine. All right. I'm going to say some shit that might get me fired slash divorced, whatever. Or slash whenever you guys right. get famous, wherever you're going, you're probably going to be yeah. on CNN. I know I can't run for Congress after this. This is going to be sweet, though. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Not well, you either, Philip. There goes my future in the fucking Arizona Senate. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to do. I was going to run for House of Representatives once. Just fuck, never show up. Just fuck off the entire time and then collect that fucking retirement my whole life. All day. All my life. I'll do a fucking... Run for school board in a district that like my kids aren't in. Just so cool. they don't fucking know who I am. Like, who is this guy? It's like, trust me, I can be within the limit of like proximity to kids legally. Yes. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, so what's this business idea you guys were talking about earlier? Well... We want to do something to where pretty much any type of degenerate asshole that doesn't have direct deposit nowadays can come in to our strip up joint and cash their checks. Nice. Yeah. So this was going to be a strip club that mm-hmm. also featured a check cashing stand. Basically, the uh, degenerates would come in, cash their checks, and there would be the best looking girl that we had up in the window, luring them into the club to um, spend their meager sum of money in the club that night. And, uh, Can you imagine explaining you know, this to a bank like loan officer? It's like, so basically what you do is they come in, they cash a check, and uh, everyone's naked. <laughs> They're like, no, not everyone. Where do I sign? I'm, only only our California 9 California on that nine? day. Yeah. Through the glass because the the check casher or telly is no. topless as well, so she's got to be. She yeah. can't be a that's California gonna, nine. That's she's got to be, be a California. That's gonna be the hard thing because you got to find a girl who can count money and be willing to be topless. That's a pretty hard thing They're to all find. Over the place. Like Tempe or Asian one littered you, with them. One that you can trust. I suppose that's true. Yeah, yeah. they need yeah. money. Plus, we give them two free drinks for every no. check they cash. Yeah, I guess that works. That'd yeah. be nice. So, other than that, I mean... That's a hell of an idea, John. Well, I we, already, we already kind of discussed with our first investor, and... He's not having it. He's not having it no. whatsoever. Let's, no. let's just say he is a thousandaire 
who <laughs> he's pretty savvy with his money though. Yes, I don't think he is. we'll probably have to get set up first before yeah. we or at uh, least have some type of portfolio, those little flip sheets where you give them all the all the stuff, have the our little crayon drawings and shit for him to really see it. A business plan? Yeah. Okay. That's what some that's people. Good, yeah. oh, well, that's what some people in the industry call it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, people with business degrees. I mean, God, listen, you, one of those. You've got all these weird ideas about investing your money and mm. you know, like saving your money. We're just trying to become billionaires yeah. the quick way. So hopefully, within the first yeah. ten years, it'll really take off in five. As long as all those girls just keep getting those scholarships for free to get out there, and they run out of money. That's true. We'll be there with open arms. Just come on over. <laughs> you don't want them to have scholarships. That's what... No, they need scholarships because then when they want all that extra money to go pay for their new car, when they see their best friend who doesn't have one, who's working at the In-N-Out Burger across the street for twelve fifty an hour. That's the girl you want is the girl from In-N-Out. Yeah, but then her, <laughs> then her D-Gen friend who's... Trying to pay for everything. Yeah. That's, for for yeah. nothing. That's what I want is Becky. Let's get yeah. fucking Becky over here. <laughs> get her in the goddamn California well, nine slot. We'll put her in. Then she'll go and show her friend all the money. It'll be great. It'll oh, be just okay. like a... Like a STD. Just pretty everywhere. Yeah. Just go Always giving. Spread. And loving. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of looks, I had a... Uh, I had a day off the other day. And I, what most people do, they watch game shows on their day off. And... I was watching one of my favorite game shows from when I was a kid, Jeopardy. Okay. Wow. Now, all of you remember Jeopardy? Yep. Uh, host Alex Trebek. The weird thing about Alex Trebek is it's been about oh, 30 years that I've been watching this show, Jeopardy. Motherfucker has not aged a day. <laughs> I looked him up online. He is 78 years old. He looks exactly the same as he did when I was six. Damn. And I look a hell of a lot older now. Yes, you do. Than I did five years ago. I don't know what the hell. It's because you got a full-time job. Probably because I have a full-time job. I guarantee it. I don't know what the hell Alex Trebek has been doing. He must have one hell of a fucking like, plastic surgeon. Some kind of fucking necromancer. Dick. <laughs> shaman. I don't know. Bob Barker needs to call his ass up. That's a lot of freaking cigarettes and regrets right there. That's what that is. <laughs> oh, fuck. Right during your fucking line. You get one phone call this month and it comes fucking right now. Wow. That's awesome. Well, that was funny. Now I got to fucking save that. Yeah. Wow. Well, I hope you're saving any uh, any of this. All this shit. I, dude, honestly, this is first batch fucking shit. I have no yep. idea what I'm doing. You know, so. uh, <laughs> you just slid your phone across the floor Try to be caveat. This, this microphone picked it up. Dude, this is a great. This is a great fucking. Did you know that Drew Carey was a marine? No, oh, I had no idea. No, yeah, no, he was shit. a marine, and then he studied comedy in the base library the entire time. He was like, he did four years or something, just like a short term uh, actor duty. So he skipped studied out comedians. on a lot of PT. I think he was probably <laughs> pretty slim back in his twenties. Yeah. I don't know. He's looking. I I wouldn't do him, but I'm just saying he looks yeah. pretty fine. That was a bad choice of words. Anyway, <laughs> so, a little, he looks good odd. enough for TV. He doesn't yeah. have... Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Edit that shit. I don't know. No, that's staying in there. Yeah, that's yeah, not stay in there. <laughs> this is, we are on the L. Ron Hubbard yeah. school of well, editing. I was trying to say yes. first draft. He was a draft. Yeah. L. Ron Hubbard. He'd be so happy and proud of us. He'd probably try to freaking 
enlist us uh, into the Scientology stuff. Into the billion-year contract? All day. You're a thousand a year. Of course he's going to want your money. <laughs> He'll take anything at this point. <laughs> well, how is, he, how is he doing? How is Dead as fuck. Since yeah. the 80s. Man. That's yeah. all they say, but... He could be. Man, that, that starship shit that he was on, they probably gave him extra 100 years of life easily. Could have. You know what they injected him with? <laughs> it looked... If you ever see a picture of him, it probably was fried chicken fucking <laughs> gravy. It could have been some little alien inside his brain, though, because the way he smiled and shit, those teeth, it was weird. He's no Especially Alex Trebek at all. Not, no, no, he was not no Alex Trebek. He, he was just studying humans just to see let how me, Let me tell you something. Alex Trebek, he could probably take you outside from the bar, beat your ass, bring your girlfriend home, and yeah. give her the fucking of a lifetime. Yeah. And Alex Trebek. Yep. He's one slick yeah. motherfucker. Yes, he you know. is. Yeah, it's that Canadian. Mm. Yeah, wily little fucking Canadian. I bet his mustache has seen more than Vietnam vets. <laughs> <laughs> just that mustache. Yeah. His mustache has a thousand yard stare. Just from the, all the shit he'd seen. <laughs> what if he gets something so easy and like in the back of his mind, some contestant's like, oh man, mm, who is um, Johnny Appleseed? And he's like, you dumb motherfucker. And just dreams about blowing his brains out during double jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> just Food thinks about on it, yeah. what the feel that pulling that trigger would be. You Man. Got, you got to think. 40 fucking years of doing that show. He's probably asked the same question twice. Yeah. He's just sitting there looking at him be like, dumb motherfucker. As, he, as he's looking at three blank faces yeah. when the time runs mm-hmm. down. He's just like, come on, idiots. You're supposed to be smart. Yeah. We test we quizzed you before. We gave you the answers. Sometimes we have little kids on this show. Yeah. They're yeah. doing better than you dumb mm-hmm. fuckers. You came on here to win big bucks. Yeah. Eight thousand eight thousand dollars. And a bottle of a leave. Which they've been the goddamn sponsor for fucking forty years longer than the show's been on. Well, folks, if you haven't been able to tell, this is actually a history podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh Here's the thing about history, though. It's pretty fucking boring. I love history. Uh, the person that's sitting across from me Jason, loves history. I love history. This guy I uh, have no clue has no fucking idea. idea about anything history. But we have a great um, mascot yeah. for our show. It is uh, the Great White Shark. Because mm-hmm. we believe that there are some men in history and some men that we have met in our lives who are just unchangeable and shouldn't change for no goddamn reason. Nope. They finally hit that ultimate form. Yeah. Genghis Khan comes to mind. Just savage motherfucker. Wild man. Yeah. Alexander the Great. Oh, you got I, I didn't know this was a goddamn spin the bottle marathon. <laughs> yeah, right uh, now it is. Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, Octavian. I guess if you want to go through the entire Rambin, Nero. I mean, I don't give a shit that he was a mass murderer, but somebody did once they were dying. Yeah. Um... Oh, he made it into the history books. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's more than most of us can say. Um, what about the pre-colonial stuff? Pre-colonial? Yeah. Uh, you want to throw George Washington in there, I guess. He just, he kind of rode around, I guess, the entire East Coast and just, you know, did some things here and there. His job was to just keep the country alive at that point. I actually like John Adams a lot. He's probably my favorite uh, forefather. Maybe even president, even though he didn't really do much as president. But I'm sure we'll get into that in another episode yep. when we do yep. pre-colonial stuff. But um, as far as great... Well, what about great women? Hmm. 
Cleopatra. She was, uh, she knew over, I think she knew over ten languages, actually. She was the first of the Ptolemaic uh, dynasty to actually learn the language of the Egyptians. Oh, shit. Yeah, none of the other uh, Ptolemaic rulers before her actually learned the language of the people that they ruled over. Yeah. They were all Greek. Um, they were, the first uh, Ptolemy was actually a general of Alexander, and he just kind of took over Egypt, so. Ptolemy won? She was. I, I imagine. I don't know. I don't have a... Yeah. Probably telling me the first, yeah. but... Uh, she got yeah. down with Julius Caesar, too. And yeah. Mark Anthony, and Mark. obviously. Yeah. yeah, she got around. Mark Anthony. Yeah. Man, she went son on of a, a bitch. That, ro- that <laughs> Romulus just going to town. Yep. <laughs> so that covers it for females. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's Actually, pretty much uh, uh, the last time we'll talk about a female on this yeah. show. <laughs> it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, well, there are some other great ones. There's absolutely uh, Catherine the Great. There's yeah. you know uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth. You know, the lady that flew across the world and crashed uh, in the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, I think it was uh, Pacific. Earhart. Yeah, Earhart. Earhart. There you the, go. Yeah. yeah, while crossing the Pacific. Yeah. Right now, all I think starting is like. Eve from Adam and Eve. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, let him eat cake. Uh, oh, let him eat uh, cake. Fucking, uh, what's her fucking Marquis, name? Marquis uh, Antoinette. Marie Antoinette. I can just think of the bad ones right now. Like, yeah. who's uh, who brought down the Beatles? Oko. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Daenerys from Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, just you know, just the bad. Getting ones. into the fiction. We'll get the, we'll get to the, we'll get to the good ones. We'll do we'll probably do an entire episode on just great historical female yeah. figures. Probably quite a few. But that's not today. No, nah. not at all. All right. So I believe. Uh, but it could be. Now comes the history portion of this podcast, where the man to my left here Who will ask nothing. us a question. He knows. Not jack shit about history. Someday he'll learn. Someday. But. Mondo, what question you got for us? Well, so I did some thinking. We kind of debated about it a little bit on... Uh, so in your guys' mind, what was the greatest weaponry that changed warfare? That's a really good question. Hmm. Bill, you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Um, so I think that basically for the longest time, walls were built to protect cities and people... Um, and they were basically impenetrable. I mean, you had to either go over them or go under them because there was no way to get through them. But I think that, uh, I believe in 300-ish BC, it was the Chinese who created the trebuchet. And, uh, that really started, um, before then you could have siege towers and go over the walls. What the hell is a trebuchet again? Trebuchet is the, uh... Catapult? It's a big catapult with a sling Mm -hmm. and uh, a counterweight on front that hurled a rock. Or whatever you wanted to hurl. You could also hurl, you know, dead bodies or disease, diseased bodies, fireballs, yeah. uh, pots with uh, pitch in it to set the city on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, Marco Polo brought that over from Asia to Europe. Hmm. When Trebuchet? He, yeah, when he was imprisoned over there. Well, his dad actually kind of sold him off into slavery kind of-ish. Uh, his dad pretty much was trying to trade on the Silk Road. And then... a. Uh, he got caught up in uh, Genghis Khan's grandson, actually. Mm. They got together. And, uh, I mean, ultimately, he had to stay there in prison for a couple of years as a guest, if that's what you call enslaved in prison. So uh, he came up with a catapult and bring up, brought it back to uh, Europe. Mm. And then it became pretty popular in Europe because it was destructive. Mm. Yeah. Jason, what do you got? Uh, as far as the greatest... 
greatest innovation. Innovation in war? Maybe um, not even just greatest, just maybe something that you think shocked the balls out of that war to really turn to help with innovations for the next one. Really I think changed going the back game, to Asia, yeah. I would go back to the crossbow. Uh, uh, it was probably, I think it was 500 AD, somewhere around there, but they would use crossbows. And then what that did, actually, because they were building a lot of walls in Asia at the time, so crossbow would pretty much give you more accuracy. You wouldn't have to shoot an arc over. You could go from having the advantage of the uh, high ground, mm-hmm. really, at that point, didn't matter because you had a lot of accuracy. So I think the crossbow was pretty big. Not the most important, though. I mean, I'm sure we're missing a lot. There's a lot of oh, stuff yeah. that came out of Asia that was just amazing. Yeah. I really think uh, also, probably in modern times, I would imagine that the tank really revolutionized because it busted up uh, trench warfare during mm-hmm. World War One. Absolutely, so, yeah. Um, tank, and then at the same time, chemical weapons came in, and that was uh, devastating. And we have a lot of rules against that nowadays. So, really... That that whole period of history really changed warfare uh, forever. Steel ships came around, iron iron sides, and oh, that would have been great in the Spanish American War. Just a quick touch on it: going from wooden battleship to the steel ironclad. Mm. Being, I wouldn't want to be in that battle because it would have sucked. Being, I would have loved to have been on the American side and just watch, just fucking watch these motherfuckers, <laughs> just, just just watch the Spanish wooden ships just sink to the fucking bottom of the bay. The Spaniards are just <laughs> poor holding bastards. their dicks, fucking crying. What did you come up with, Mondo? I didn't come up with jack shit. What do you think? Off top of your head, what do you uh, what do you got? I think we're gonna I'm gonna have to go with the before the tanks and all that stuff and the crossbow. Well, that probably was a big one, but the. Uh, the gunpowder, the black gunpowder, mm. black powder. I'm sure they called it. Uh, Racist. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, muskets, cannons. Yeah, all, as basically. soon as all that shit started coming around, as they stole it from the Chinese, I'm sure Europeans did it. Starting first. to get a theme here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Asian. <laughs> Not an Asian innovation coming yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. So just, uh, I think that because then after that. It was hot and heavy because somebody saw the fireworks out on ship and shit when they were out stargazing and they like just kind of started yeah. sailing that way. And what was that movie that we were talking about? The Great Wall with Mad Damon. Oh, I didn't see that one. No, but, I didn't uh, see that. There's some good, uh, yeah. some good. I think there was a dragon in there and stuff. I'm not yeah. sure if that was. Uh, there were aliens coming out of the dirt, but oh. they had really good. Uh, that sounds historically <laughs> accurate, though. It does. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the wall was built. They say <laughs> build the wall. <laughs> build the wall. Build the wall. China first. We're going to yeah. build that wall. <laughs> I think one yeah. of the, uh, in the 16th century, well, definitely Napoleon, and uh, it was starting to get a little bit bigger, manipulating the other country's currency mm. became kind of a huge impact, especially, well, in our revolution with Britain and America. That was one of their biggest things they were trying to do. Like plagiarizing? No. Like copying their shit? plagiarizing. So what they would do is they would highly inflate prices and... Basically, when the British took over Philadelphia in 1776, they seized the town, sent our Congress kind of away. America was at Valley Forge. So what they would do is inflate all the farmers' prices. So they they used silver sterling at that time. Basically, they would buy another farmer's crop three times what it was really worth. And then it would force farmers not to basically pay or, you know, sell crops to the revolutionaries or colonial army, pretty much. So they would starve to death, and uh, that's real nice. But uh, basically, they were trying to manipulate our currency and flood the market. 
Mm. Deficits went really high. Inflation was just maxed to the roof at that time. And our currency, which America was trying to start their own currency, was just bottomed out nothing. So we're still using... Also, we weren't backed by other countries like France or... We were using British money? They didn't... Yeah, basically. We were taking because it was a lot worth... It's just like the dollar and pecos. Or dollar and... uh, Pesos? Pesos. Pesos, yen, whatever. You know how... Bitcoin. Bitcoin, yeah, whatever. So the currency is manipulated. So I think that could be another strategy in the big scheme of war, probably later on. Well, I mean, if you look at today, really, I mean, market manipulation and uh, forcing countries to take on loans is almost like a new form of colonialism. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to destroy a country, I mean, an invading army is nowhere near as powerful as uh, defaulting on a World Bank loan. Yeah. That's... Spreading those ass cheeks, buttering it up, and just going in. Just Just taking it. (laughs) Chows. Pound town. Pound town, boys. Not even shaving it before you go. Just going for it. Just going to be like two freaking burnt ass bushes, dude, starting a forest fire. (laughs) Yeah. Right on. Oh, I'm thinking about California's fires right now. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, we're sorry to anyone in California who's experiencing loss. Sorry, Miles. Sorry. Sorry, uh... Yeah. Um, what other uh, innovation ideas from... What about BC? How about BC? BC. Phil, you're pretty big into the BC yeah. area. Let me see. Besides BC. The, besides BC. the bow and arrow. Before, uh, Ooh, before we move be on. The chariot. The chariot. Yeah, so um, big in... Uh, big in... You have to have a flat plane to use chariots. Mm-hmm. But if you had a chariot, that was the that was the F-22 of its era. The, the chariot. It was... If you had an army that could utilize chariots effectively, that was... You were the main power. And I think it was yeah. the Egyptians who started that. It was... Um, it spread. It spread through... Um, with uh, horse husbandry and training of horses, basically the chariot came along. It had to... A lot of steps had to be made in order to get to the chariot. But once it came along, it was... You were faster... Uh, you could have a guy in the back shooting arrows. You could do hit and runs. You could get behind enemy lines. It was it's pretty crazy, honestly. The chariot was probably the the most innovative. If you were some third-rate barbarian shit horde, and then you saw people coming with chariots, you knew your number was up. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it's <laughs> I mean, it sounds weird, but like well, people wouldn't think of the chariot as being you know the biggest innovation to hit. That's like the know. first car then. Twelve hundred BC. What's that? That's like the first car then, besides horse and buggy. Well, I mean, you or the speed car, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you would, everywhere. you would, you would use a chariot to move around infantry really quick yeah. to the to and from the battle. So, um, another big innovation was the phalanx. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a big innovation. Going um, shoulder to shoulder with your shields. Oh, like on the movie 300, 300 when they were side by side. And yeah, it was 100% accurate, too. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. That movie was amazing. Yeah, that's great. The, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just I'm trying to think of non-traditional things throughout technology. Like I come back to that manipulating currency or what you could do besides just like sieging a town to where they all like pretty much starve to death. I mean. Non-traditional, I would say. Spy warfare during okay. during the Revolutionary War would have yeah. been really. I mean, they had a lot of spies. Yeah. Um, basically, inside uh, British-held cities, um, 
Because the people still live there. Like Americans or Americans? Oh, yeah, shit. they were they uh, they had to live in the town still. They're obviously in the city, so they would get messages out to the Union Army, and um, one of the ways was they would actually tie a ribbon around a broomstick, and then they would write a bunch of letters on the on the ribbon. But if you wrote a message um, vertically on the broomstick, then it would look like. If you unwrapped it, it would look like just a bunch of random letters. But if you used the broomstick, wrapped it around, you would see that the message was oh, clear. Shit. So it was, uh, yeah, it was really interesting, actually. I've seen a few documentaries on that, and I learned about it in a class of mine. So, Damn. yeah, really, really brave people, because they were going to get hanged yeah. if they ever got caught for doing any of that stuff. Oh, so You know what, though? I don't know, because Benedict Arnold, so he was basically put in charge of Philadelphia, I mean, since we're talking about that revolution mm. and spies, he obviously turned into a British asshole and became a general. So he traded away his, I don't know, dignity for 3,000 pounds sterling and then uh, became a general in the British army because he wasn't respected. He basically gave away West Point. He was uh, in charge of uh, Philadelphia at the time after the British left. Coming back to that. But... Um, Basically, he just fucked up. So he was writing letters to the uh, British commanders that just paid him for all this shit. But he was still an American at the time. And uh, Washington was going to find him. Like, hey, motherfucker, I'm going to get your ass. He didn't know it yet, though. Yeah. But he was going to stomp that ass. And uh, basically, that so <laughs> Benedict Arnold told his like first right-hand man, hey, I need you to send this letter to uh, take it to the British, say you're on public business. He tucked it into his boot. And then... Three militia guys caught. I forgive me, I can't remember his name, but uh, Benedict Arnold just coming up looking like an asshole out of the whole entire thing. He's not the best spy, man. This guy. I don't know why we name eggs after that motherfucker. No. Eggs oh Benedict. shit. Yeah, because they got ketchup or something on it. It's where they just fry one side and then put it on a plate. Is that what it is? I think so. Oh. Shit. I have no idea. The other I've side's never not, actually. The had other it. side's not cooked. Oh. Like in is Vegas. Is that eggs Benedict? I don't know. Sounds oh. like it. And let, I mean, big story of, from Arnold. From Arnold. Benedict was, Arnold. Benedict Arnold was uh, <laughs> eggs. Benedict. So he was a general in the U.S. Army. Went to the British. Tried to come live in the Americas after they won the war, and then tried had, to cozy back. Had to go to Britain, and they mm. didn't respect him either. He died miserable and unhappy. Oh yeah. He, he basically his leg was shattered from the Battle of Quebec. Didn't they? Uh, uh, didn't they bury his leg? Isn't it buried in the United yeah, States? He, so he knows. Yeah. yeah. So two inches of his leg is buried in the United States because mm-hmm. they had to chop it off. Yeah. But but we don't know. What which happened said. a lot back then. Uh, we but. should go find it. Dig it up and eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Traitors. <They're just> gotta... <laughs> Can't be eating that thing because then they'll force us into doing the same shit. One of that. Being a traitor and shit because if we eat his shit. Oh, you shit, literally, but like chewing his bones or whatever, then we're going to be like, well, we want, we need that in our blood or whatever to be part of it. It's a funny story. <laughs> oh, I, I hope you don't have a story about... I'd, I'd like I, to, actually, let's hear it. I'd okay. like to see where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, like, continue. <clears throat> so they thought that they had found Alexander the Great in this mm. uh, granite sarcophagus, all black granite sarcophagus. They found it in Alexandria. In August of this year, and it was 16 feet down 
Okay. They found this black granite coffin in Alexandria, and they said it's been the first in, I don't even know how many years, I forgot. Well, Alexandria was his favorite city. Alexandria in Egypt, he named a lot of cities after himself. Uh, he took that from his father, who named a lot of cities Philippa. But okay. that would make sense that they'd bury him in Alexandria. Alexandria or Babylon, but... Oh, yeah, that's right, because Babylon was his... Uh, he made that the capital. The, yeah, his yep. capital. After he White took House. over. Yeah. So, yeah, then they... Uh, oh, his palace full of whores. But yes. yes. <laughs> and freaking dirty films. <laughs> so then uh, they dug this bitch up and they opened her up and there was like this red liquidish shit in there and they didn't know what it was. So at first they got a couple vials and sent it off and they think it might have been sewage from a, a nearby leak or something because I don't know if they have... Yeah plumbing over there still well that city is or if they had it at all that city's over 2,000 years old it's been built and burnt down and built again you know so I imagine some pretty dilapidated sewer systems in the, that situation some rotted out rocks so they, they opened it up and uh, got the vials sent off and now there's a huge partition going around that they want it's like 32,000 of these degen assholes that want to drink it to become <laughs> forever eternal and because they believe that it's Alexander and they need that in his system to how do they know it's not just some rich asshole who had fucking gonosithoherpolitis you know yeah who knows <laughs> just <laughs> but it comes to find out these idiots still don't believe that it was why just... do why do they want to drink his uh drink his remains they believe that they're gonna become Inhuman, that they'll be gods, I guess. They do know that he died. <laughs> yes. he, he died young. And I think it was like 32, he he finally died or something that they were yeah, saying. Yeah, he was about our age when yeah. he died. Uh, so yeah. they said that he was going to, they're going to become forever gods, and that's what they <laughs> wanted. They want to drink the sewage, basically, and everything that decomposed in there, and they're, the wrappings, nothing's left. So it's rot. Well, maybe they'll become fucking alcoholics and bipolar assholes, but I don't know about becoming gods. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good read. But come to find out, it was just three basic ass humans. That it was a 20 year old woman, a 30 year old dude, and like a 45 year old dude. To where each one of them had prehistoric brain surgery. Okay. Back in Egyptian times. Really. And so these people aren't believing it still. They want to oh, drink it. They still want to drink it? They want to drink the sewage or sniff it to get high, one of the two. I think they just want to drink it to drink it. Just um, to say they probably, did it. Probably. Like, yeah, we just drank some ancient shit. They won't have much time to brag because they're going to die about 20 seconds <laughs> yeah. afterwards. But from all the fucking parasites and shit. Who are these assholes? Yeah. Just Ooh. some 32 degen. 32,000 degens. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's like half the city, I bet. Or a colony. Do they have, no, not colonies. <laughs> what do they what do they call little groups of people? Flint Villages. Mich Flint, Michigan? Yeah. <laughs> they're drinking that they're drinking fucking Alexander the yeah. Great's fucking yeah. bones. Just send these morons to Flint, Michigan and we'll get the same effect. Yeah. We'll get, Just we'll send us some bottles of water. Yeah. We'll get it figured out. We'll, we'll straighten that shit out. We'll mm -hmm. get you figured out. Mm -hmm. Well speaking of uh, Alexander the Great, he's another one of our great white sharks. You know, just uh if you've ever studied this guy, just a fucking animal. But like, Great White Shark, what do you mean? Great, just never evolve. Just you didn't just, have to straight out of the womb. You're just, just straight out of the womb. The perfect fucking, human. Just, <laughs> just, just in your perfect form. Yep. Just you haven't reached I mean, ultimate form. You're in a perfect form. You still have. You still have that next step. Yeah. If you've ever met a person who's just a savage human being, who's just. <laughs> 
fucking, you can't believe that this person exists in nature. He's probably a great white shark. He or she. But, you know, like, just, I've met a few in my travels of, uh, obviously you, you guys have probably met a few, you know. Just drinking motherfuckers who don't know when to stop gambling and drinking and being a fucking idiot. Uh, I met a dude who jerked off in class. That's probably probably a... He was a final form. That was it. He came out <laughs> hairy like a say squirch and jerked off in class like a say squirch and got he, up and left. Yeah. That's a fine that's a final form. Yeah. The greatest I, teacher I ever had. <laughs> no, don't want to follow those lessons either. Get you in trouble. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I knew a guy stationed elsewhere. Mm. He was uh man, this guy was a fucking animal. He used to talk about his job before he joined the uh, military. He basically was doing a bunch of webcam shit. And he was he was openly telling us about this webcam shit he was doing. And we were was like... Was this like like early stages of webcam life? This was... He was probably doing this shit. I imagine he... I think he joined in like 2012. So he was telling us that he was doing this webcam shit. And he was saying that all these chicks were typing in and telling him what to do. And we were like, you really think that these were chicks telling you what to do? Oh, yeah. I'm totally talking to all these chicks. They all say that they were chicks. And we were like, you realize they're probably other fucking losers. <laughs> Just mainly dudes. Mainly dudes. I'm going to say 99.89% dudes. Maybe with show. one lonely, fat, fucking hairy chicken One. There. Iowa 9. Just one Iowa 9. Just wanted some attention. Just. I knew a guy who lived in an all-male dorm room, and he was talking about a glory hole he found. I'm like, you know, dude, there's nothing but just straight-up dude. That's an all-male dorm yeah. room. <laughs> just. Actually, that's a good uh, little segue. Uh, if you have any, we realize that there's fucking nobody going to be listening to this first fucking episode, but oh, I bet if you, you happen to be listening to this episode and you have a great example of just a degent asshole, fucking great white shark, barely history podcast at gmail.com. Just we, if it's good enough or if you're the only one, we might read it on air, yeah. on uh, air. in the future, on air, on the podcast, whatever you want to fucking yeah. call this shit. Uh, we will read it. And uh, we won't say your name or say that person's name. Actually, don't say that person's name. But uh, yeah, just uh, send it in, and that's gonna be our uh, that's gonna be our email of the week question. Uh, do you know any great white sharks yourself? So cool. Yeah. Well, there's boys, there's got to be a lot out there. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna throw this out on my social media stuff just to see if I have any memories that pop up because I've got the memory of a child and see if something pops up and I'll shoot it over to us and we can nobody else sends it in then fucking at least we have (laughs) something that we can talk shit about and I don't care if we say his name but we probably probably shouldn't but it'd be cool no, if nobody writes into this shithouse show, then we'll just uh, we'll just give more examples of our of our fucking great white sharks until something happens but yeah so basically uh I don't know. First time around, yeah. I felt pretty good about this. Yeah, you know, fun. Uh, we barely talked about history. You know, which hence the name. Hence the name. 
On that, guys, it was great. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, hopefully you come back because you're part of the show. So, dumb <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. You're not a guest, asshole. You're not a guest. You're supposed to be here every single week. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is an every week thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> or until Apple throws us the fuck off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. If you uh, want to respond to the question, once again... BarelyHistoryPodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on uh, Barely History Podcast on Instagram. Uh, just type it in the name. It should pop up. Uh, we'd love to get a, uh, you know, follow. Sponsor. Following. Sponsor. We'd love to get sponsored. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, got the, uh, we have our business idea that would yeah. really help us out. Um, please don't steal our business idea yeah. because uh, we don't have much of a chance becoming billionaires without it. So yeah. Yeah. And we're going to add on to that every week. So mm-hmm. that's going to be a returning segment. Big plans for next week. All right, guys. He could probably take you outside from the bar, beat your ass, bring your girlfriend home, and give her the fucking of a lifetime. And Alex Trebek.